Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, May 13th, 2022. <laughs> I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. I didn't realize it was Friday the 13th. I'm Where? really uh, confused by time. Yeah, time is a flat circle. We've been over this many, many times. Jeremy Barry. Jeremy Barry. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Where are all of the horror stage shows? We don't That's have a saying. lot of them. I know. Like, they tried to do Misery. That was a bomb. Ooh, um, misery, they were indeed. Supposed, they were supposed to be doing um, The Shining. Um, they, I believe Evo Van Hova was directing. Maybe he still is directing it in London. Um, Ooh, and they were supposed to have like a uh, star-studded cast. I actually think he could do this. Like, I could see that working. With Evo and the, I can't and the wait Shining, to see what a, what whatever dilapidated warehouse it is set in, <laughs> and lots of video projections. Yeah. But like, we need more of those. Like, there's some. Like, there's the mysteries, but like, straight up horror. There's the Woman in Black, but like, mm. not a ton of like straight up horror. I think we need more of that. I'm I've... gonna pivot. I'm gonna pivot <laughs> okay. from whatever it is the hell that I do for a living, and All of now it. become a horror Simultaneously theater writer. Simultaneously, everything. I feel everything, like people. Exactly. I feel like people think that horror is the most difficult thing to do, and maybe it is. I feel like, especially horror movies, like a lot of them aren't great, and I feel like some of them don't need to be. No, I know. I mean, there are people who are doing, you know, horror esque stuff. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I mean, Lucas Snaith is doing a pretty good job, but it's also still few and far between. I want more. Yeah. Oh, oh well. It's a good day to go on about it. But anyway, if you want to hear other of our random, vaguely non-sequitur thoughts on theater, head over to (laughs) patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. All right, Ashley, today is extension day because I feel like Oprah handing out extensions because you you get an extension, extension. you get an extension, everybody gets an extension. This first one, though, makes my heart very happy Mm. because after previously announcing that the show would close on May 22nd, for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough has announced that it has now extended by two weeks so the show will play through june 5th of course it was originally supposed to play into august but due to slow ticket sales it announced an early closing but thanks in part to the campaign that you and grace talked about earlier this week Mm -hmm. that was spearheaded by ayanna prescott and then picked up by camille a brown's um publicist and friend of the pod uh lisa goldberg and many others who got on board they have raised a lot of money for this show um sold a lot of tickets i i I mentioned this before i i know i didn't finish it on broadway radio um i bought two tickets for somebody um so it's uh it's very exciting to see that this show will now play into June. I'm hoping for one more week extension to get it to Tony Sunday because I think like there is a chance that we could see a few oh, folks sure. uh, potentially win Tonys for this one. Um, Camille Brown obviously nominated mm-hmm. twice and R. Miller who I think has a very good shot of winning for Miller Best Featured Actress in a play. Um, very excited for everybody over at the booth. This is a well-deserved extension. Absolutely. As you said, it's really heartwarming to see this. I, you know, everyone has, we talked about on the show the other day as far as what Ayanna spearheaded and I think it's absolutely amazing. I, it's one of the few times that I've actually been really optimistic as far as like the theater community on social media. It's just been really great to see how this has snowballed in the best possible way. 
All right, moving on to another Broadway extension, one that is also equally well-deserved. Manhattan Theater Club announced on Thursday that How I Learned to Drive has extended an extra two weeks and will now play through June 12th. The show had originally been scheduled to close on May 29th. This one, like for Colored Girls, I think has a very good shot of winning some Tony Awards, so I'm glad that it'll be running up until the Tonys to eke out every little bit of potential awards uh, benefits. Although... It is closing the day of the Tony, so they won't be able to say Tony winning revival, but Yeah, true. It's a subscription house, so they uh they have schedules to keep. Yeah. All right. Um next up we're gonna move off Broadway for a trio of extensions. The first one comes from the Signature Theater Off-Broadway. They have extended the world premiere of Samuel D. Hunter's A Case for the Existence of God, directed by the iconic David Cromer. The show will now play through May 29th. In the show, it's a two-hander. Kyle Beltran and Will Brill, two guys who uh, have done a lot of off-Broadway work as well as musical theater work. Very exciting. Um, they play Keith, uh, who is Kyle Beltran, a mortgage broker, and Ryan Will, um, a yogurt plant worker, which is just <laughs> what a great job. Um, and, uh, Will Burrell's character is seeking to buy a plot of land that belonged to his family many decades ago. And these two characters realize that they share a very specific kind of sadness. I've heard only great things about this show yeah, so same. much so that I'm kind of, uh, it was either between this. Or the Vagrant Trilogy when mm-hmm. um, Oratorio got canceled. And yeah. I ended up going with the Vagrant Trilogy because I was already going to be at the public for such that public night. day. Yeah. yeah, so I just did back-to-back. Um, and this show had just begun performances like that day, like that like uh, that week. So I didn't know a ton about it. Um, and uh, Missed out but on it's, it. It's amazing. Yeah, I yeah. kind of feel like I should have gone to this one. But it's uh, apparently amazing. And you now have extra chances Thank to goodness. see it. Yeah, now going over to Playwrights Horizons, they have announced a second extension for Sanaz Tusi's play Wish You Were Here. It had originally been scheduled to close on May 22nd. It extended one week before opening to May 29th, and it is now playing through June 5th. We've talked about this show uh, mm-hmm. before it takes place. Um, over 13 years, starting in the late 1970s um, during the Iranian Revolution and the Iran-Iraq War. Finally, in this section, still technically off-Broadway, but we're actually going out to Brooklyn as Theater for a New Audience announced an extension for Alice Childress's play Wedding Band. The show is now going to be running through May 22nd. This show has a fantastic cast with Brittany Bradford, Rosalind Coleman, Vianne Cox, and Thomas Sadowski. All right, Ashley, let's take a real quick break to talk about our sponsor this week, TEDx Broadway. We know that our listeners here at Broadway Radio, and I say this with as much love and affection as I can possibly muster, y'all are a different breed. But that's okay. We are too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Fact. you love the inside baseball of theater and Broadway and and all that stuff as much as we do. And because of that, we know that you would love everything happening at TEDx Broadway. You want to be there next Tuesday, May 17th at New World Stages in person. And if you can't be there in person, you can live stream the entire event on Stellar. They're going to have a wide variety of speakers and performers set to take the stage to ask the question, what's the best Broadway can be? Now, we've had this conversation many, many times. Um, We all have our thoughts. We did not get asked to make a presentation <laughs> a big, but big big question it we would probably take uh hours in fact yeah 
and fortunately, the people that they do have on hand are much smarter than we are. Can probably say everything that we would say in much more intelligent and concise manners. But this is a milestone event celebrating 10 years of TEDx Broadway. So they are pulling out all the stops for TEDx Broadway 10. So come lend your voice and shape the future of Broadway. For more information, please visit www.tedxbroadway.com and follow them on Twitter at TEDxBroadway. All right, Ashley, um, kind of picking up with what they did last year with their split Tony's telecast. Uh, Earlier this week, the American Theater Wing and the Broadway League announced that there will be a live streaming one hour pre-show coming to you from Paramount Plus called the Tony Awards, colon, Act One. This will be an exclusive special streaming on June 12th, beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and it will be hosted by Emmy Award winners and current Broadway stars Darren Chris and Julianne Huff, both of whom, of course, in shows right now, Darren Chris, of course, in American Buffalo and Julianne Huff in POTUS. They will be doing all sorts of things, including introducing performances and presenting awards, which this is the first that I've heard that they would be doing awards before the actual telecast. So kind of taking some things from what they did last year, yeah. stealing a little bit from the Academy Awards yeah. this year. Um, I know that people don't like that, and I completely understand and sympathize sure. with folks for this. This doesn't bother me for the Oscars or the Tonys as much as it does for other people. Um, I, I, but I love my, you know, I've said this before. We said this last year. My ultimate dream would be to have like PBS do like an entire full presentation for like two hours yeah. of all of the technical awards and then go over to CBS to do the production, you know, director, choreographer, performer awards. Which would be great, but... Yeah, because you could give everybody the thing. But in lieu of that, like... The tone, I mean, three hours, to be honest with you, is too long for a, for a oh, traditional God, broadcast. Yeah. So I'm okay with them trying to do things, you know, to, to spread this out as long as they show them respect on the actual broadcast, Absolutely. like film them, let them have the, the speeches, uh, you know, do whatever. We want to see the performances. The Tonys are a big commercial. So, uh, I'm okay with this as long as they handle it respectfully. I'm just of the mindset at this point that I will take anything <laughs> like as long as we're fair, getting some fair. kind of broadcast and it's not just completely going by the wayside because i mean it's very uh, a very parochial award show let's be honest it's for new yeah. york city theater so the fact that we get any kind of national broadca- broadcast is great the only thing that i ever want is that the speeches are made available where i can easily watch them online where it's either you know their website or their youtube channel or channel or whatever because i i've just gotten to the point where i don't want to watch a three-hour award show. <laughs> like, we've had some award shows in the recent past, maybe like yeah. last year's Oscar, where it was like... Uh, four hours. Uh, well, there was, you know, it's certainly back to four hours, but maybe it wasn't the Oscars, but it was much tighter. I think it was the year that they didn't have any hosts when, so, uh, so maybe last year or two years pandemic, ago. Yeah. Exactly, you know, that little when thing. Regina King opened it up mm-hmm. or something, I think. But it, it, or- yeah, I think yeah. so. But Regina Hall. Yeah, I remember. it's one of them. But it's just like, it went so much quicker. And at this point, like, that's why I would prefer. I don't want to be up till midnight watching an award show. I am happy to see everything 
you know, on demand where I can watch it. But as like you said, as long as they're being respectful to everybody and allowing them to have some kind of time, um, be it in the moment or later. Cool. I'm fine with it. Yeah. And of course, uh, Ariana DeBose will take over the hosting duties at 8 p.m. when yeah, the telecast switches over to CBS. All right, we've got some other show and casting-ish news that I wanted to get into. First up, we learned earlier this week that the West and Olivier award-winning production of Life of Pi, the stage adaptation of that book slash movie, will have its North American premiere this December at the American Repertory Theater. The entire creative team from the West End version will be coming over, but no word yet on casting. Um, that'll be playing um, in Cambridge, Massachusetts at Harvard Square around the holidays and into 2023 with the official dates and all of the other details to be announced. Also, uh, speaking of, you know, we talked about Paramount Plus, speaking mm-hmm. of uh, streaming services, Disney Plus announced that they will release a filmed version of the off-Broadway stage musical Trevor the Musical on Friday, June 24th, perfectly timed for Pride Weekend. They, of course, uh, filmed this when it was off-Broadway last year, and it stars um, a then 13-year-old, I don't know if he's gotten older since then, um, Holden oh, William Hagelberger. Um, that's how time generally yeah. works. Um, of <laughs> Of course, this is a uh, a musical adaptation of the 1995 Academy Award-winning short film Trevor, which ultimately inspired the nonprofit organization The Trevor Project. Mm-hmm. So, very cool that this will be available to stream in a totally. few weeks. Also, this one is very exciting for folks of a certain generation, okay. but. Disney icon and Miss Bliss from Good Morning Miss Bliss, of the course. series that became Saved by the Bell. Miss Bliss herself, the great Haley Siri Mills, loves it. Siri loves it. Your Siri beeped. Oh, did it? Yeah. I didn't hear it. <laughs> on it. Ah, there we go. Oh, okay. Seriously, <laughs> I found this on the web for "Is That Became Self the Great Haley Mills." Check it out. Thanks. Sure. Thanks. I mean, I've got Wikipedia entries and everything. That's nice. That's great. Wow. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Siri. Um, sh- <laughs> do you know? Do you know who her brother-in-law is? No, I don't think so. I feel like I've talked about this before. Her brother-in-law is Maxwell Caulfield, Ooh. who is the cool, cool writer himself from Greece too. Yeah, um, he is married. He is married to her sister. His, uh, yeah, her sister um, Harriet Mills. Is that right? Um, it starts with an H, I believe. She was she was on the uh, NBC soap opera uh, Passion, where she played a witch. Ah, of course. Anyway, um, Haley Mills, before Siri so rudely interrupted <laughs> us, will be um, playing the Judy Dench role in the upcoming musical adaptation of the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. The show will first depart on a UK tour before setting up a sit-down production in London's West End. And we do want to make very clear that even though it is being called the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel, it is actually being based on um, the novels that became the that title that title specifically um, for the movie but they uh have licensed the name of the movie because nobody knows the names um of these books which are actually uh these foolish foolish things things, yeah yeah um dever mcgaish i think is how you pronounce her name who wrote the book is actually adapting her own novel for the uh for the stage so very exciting for that stuff Uh, Yep, very cool. Love me some uh, some Haley Mills. <laughs> and then finally back here stateside 
Uh, Broadway Backwards has announced additional folks who will be coming into their fantastic um, benefit production for Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. Joining the previously announced uh, performers will be Michael R. Jackson, Jakina Kolakongo, um, along with uh, Norm Lewis and more. We already knew that um, Matt Doyle would be a part of it. We've also got Vianne Cox, Jay Harrison Gee, Zian Fonte, um, Ken Page, Eve Plum, John Riddle, uh, Mimi Scardula, B.D. Wong, Broadway Inspirational Voices, um, a really, really great group. Pretty um, good, yeah. Joining that, yeah, absolutely. That will be um, happening. I didn't say what day it's going to be happening, did I? Um, <laughs> that'll be happening on May 23rd um, at the new Amsterdam Theater at 8 p.m. All right, finally, I'm going to leave you with a feel-good recommendation. This is less of a video or something like we normally have Mm -hmm. in the recommendations, but it is something that I think we can all feel very good about because coming up in June around Pride Weekend, Playbill and the Times Square Alliance will be joining forces for Pride in Times Square, a weekend full of events featuring stage and screen stars, Broadway productions, LGBTQIA plus nonprofits, special Times Square business promotions, and more. Set for Times Square between 45 and 47th Street. Um, the event will be held June 24th through the 26th. Um, be very, very cool to see. They haven't announced everything that is going to be a part of that, but there are lots of different things. Pride 365 Live, the Ooh. big Broadway disco, yes. um, Playbills Sing for Hope pianos, all sorts of things. Um, the, those huge 10-foot tall Playbills in Times Square Love that are already them. there will be there as well. So lots of cool stuff. We'll have a, an article in there if you want to get more information or you can head to playbill.com slash pride to get all of the details and of course more will be announced as the events approach the gays are coming to take over your little Times square it's a fact the gays are coming to take you away exactly to the funny farm yeah there you go Uh, i'm glad you could pick up (laughs) on that reference very good all right everybody that's all that we have for today thank you for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at broadway radio and you can find me on twitter and instagram at bww matt ashley where can people find you you can find me on twitter and instagram at no this is ash All right, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for following along this week, and we'll be back to talk to you on Monday. 